Welcome to episode 49 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello everyone, I'm Hector. I'm here with my tag team partners, Raymond and Mark. First off, Hector, let me start off. Whoever said that, whoever that video is with that little chick talking about AEW, mommy's the only one for me. No one else. Go ahead. Well, since, this, since that lady seemed like she really hate AEW and wasn't giving AEW any chance, they said it sounded like you. Well, guess what? Mommy's only for me. But I don't disagree with what they said. <laughs> Honestly speaking, out of me, you, and Mark, Mark's the hater of AEW. He can't, he can't stand it. I'm a hater, but I'm taken, so. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the wrestling news. Go ahead, Hector. Let's go. Well, we're waiting for the. As we're talking right now, it's Friday, and we're watching SmackDown, and we're waiting for the Bloodline to come out. But um, before we get there, um, let, let's talk about AEW. Um, there was an interesting thing, thing that happened on Thursday, on Wednesday night on Dynamite. Uh, Darby Allen had a a chance to do a great promo to promote his fight with Sting against the uh, Young Bucks, and he decided to talk about uh, a VP, a EVP that um signed him, and it wasn't the Young Bucks and it wasn't Adam Page, so he ha- basically had the whole. I don't know how many people were at the arena chanting Cody. 20 people, but moving <laughs> forward. If it was 20 people. I thought people, it was like 47. <laughs> if it was 20 people or if it was 1,000 people, that's the last name I think AEW will want to be chanted. Like, you, you could have had, I don't know, had them chant um, Hangman. You could have them chant um, Omega, even on Tony Khan. You don't want them chanting Cody's name when he's like the hottest thing in wrestling right now and WWE. I mean, I just thought that was a silly move by Darby, but to hear, I don't know, just to hear Cody's name chanting at AEW right now, it's just not good for business. Did, did you guys catch that or didn't watch it? I didn't watch it, but I did um, see like a clip of it. Uh, I agree. Um, honestly speaking, for me personally, I think that was also not a good sh- uh, view for AEW because, you know, you got the CM Punk's stuff that happened, you have other stuff that was happening with AEW, and it just kind of shows that the EVPs or the people that are running the show can't do the job right, you know? I mean, I'm sure that's all story, but I'm still like, it doesn't make them look good either. Yeah, I, I, I'm i at the point that before, I I guess when I was, I guess, younger or watching wrestling, the ads whatever, it was cool when WCW was talking trash about WWE or they said something about Vince. You were like, oh my God, I can't believe he said that. Now it's like a little tiring, hearing all the little jabs or little hints. They're talking about WWE or a wrestler from like saying Punk or Cody. But at this point now, it's just like don't even say their names anymore. Just worry about you your stuff and run your business the right way. But it just seems that they have to like take jabs, or well, even if it's not even because this wasn't even a bad job. This was something good that he was saying about Cody. But you just don't want to hear that name chanting when you're trying to promote. A big pay per view coming up, but yeah, Mark, you there? Well, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm just I know. Listening. I don't know if you, if you wanted to jump in or um, I think the intent of it was to make how bad the Young Bucks are. Like from Darby's perspective, you're getting the match with him and Sting versus the Young Bucks. You know, all the hype. Right. Um, the reason for doing that is because of how what the Young Bucks have done, like to blame them for what's going on. 
you know, like as EVPs and like how they're taking matters in their own hands with how they beat them all up and how the company's taking a turn for the I think that's the kind of direction they're trying to go. Was they're trying to make them look like heel authority figures. What's the best way to do that? By, um, you know, promoting, not promoting, um, complimenting the past regime. So it could have been done a lot better than that because the whole crowd basically just started chanting Cody. Yeah, I, I well, think I understand the angle. The, the, the part that he, he, he should have um, kept out was, I'm not talking about Kenny Omega. If you don't say yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, if you don't say that name, people are like, "Oh, he's talking about Kenny Omega." Hopefully, you you want that, but by you saying not him, you're like, "Oh, wait a minute, the only other one is um, Cody." Uh, but yeah, um, as, as if you're watching um, SmackDown, Braun Breaker has just um, signed with SmackDown, and his first match will be next week, which is really surprising to me because I thought. It would make so much sense for him to go to Monday Night Raw and then him end up being the guy to dethrone Gunther at WrestleMania, but I guess not. I'm I'm still a little surprised that he's got called up and he's still called Braun Breaker. I thought by the time he came up, they would have changed his name. Jeremiah Wickenstaff was going to be the new name. <laughs> I saw what was it? Oh, Braun, Braun Steiner. I saw somebody write that down somewhere in a comment. It wouldn't be that. It's something. I mean, I, I will think you will want to use the name Steiner. But, uh, Roman has yep. just walked out. I mean, this is exactly what I was afraid of. Rome, Roman's coming out to his long entrance, and The Rock is not with him. Well, by the time The Rock gets to the ring, it'll be, it'll be you know five minutes before show ends. So yeah. they got to yeah. kill all the time. And as, as I point out, I raised my Gatorade bottle in the air, by the way. Everybody was just doing the uh, hands in the air. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, like they haven't even started walking to the ring yet, and then the Rockets. You know, gonna, get get on my level. <laughs> the Rockets, get on the tribal chief's level over here. <laughs> the Rock's gonna have to come out and smell the audience and feel the audience, and um. Well, the women are gonna be happy if he's smelling them. <laughs> before he comes out right now, are they? Uh, this sold out arena. They booing. I mean, it's a mixed reaction here. I mean, granted, I have the TV on very low because I'm recording the podcast. No, no but right this now. is this is Roman. I'm talking about when The Rock comes out. Is everyone going to boo? Oh, oh yeah, they're definitely booing. You Thousand think? percent. I think I I think so, in certain cities is weird because when's the next time Salt Lake City is going to see The Rock? So, yeah, but they'll still boo him. I think California. Hope when uh, um are they going to be? In, I know Raw's in California Monday. I don't know if SmackDown's in California. Oh, I know it's not because they're doing it in Australia, so they're going to be doing the pre-taping tonight. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, they're still going to go. <laughs> All right. Well, if Roman ever gets into the ring, we can find out. They're probably going on commercial break before The Rock comes out, so I'm pretty positive. So the rest of the show's well, uninterrupted. So SmackDown next Friday is when The Rock comes out. They, <laughs> they, this is pre-taped. They just promoted that Roman and Cody is the main event for WrestleMania. I'm telling you right now, I, I, I'm kind of disappointed with the main event. I'm hoping again. I'm trusting the process. I'm telling you that you you can't be disappointed because that's what the fans wanted, and that's what some of the fans wanted. The, there, there, there was nothing. I know we discussed this last week. I just have to emphasize: is like you got Rock, you got Roman. It's not. There's no other chance after this that is going to happen. I think. I think so. If, if you listen to the, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I, I would prefer the Rock and Roman. Definitely, because I, this this is my last WrestleMania. I don't know if it's The Rock's last WrestleMania. This is definitely my last WrestleMania. But if you listen to the one The Rock's been talking in his ESPN interviews and everything, he says this is going to be a long story with him and, and Roman. 
So I, I, I think this is just like the beginning. They're going to be together, and then something happens where one of them is going to get jealous of each other, and then that's where we get the Rock versus Roman. Does it start at... You know what I'm more, Hector? I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. Go. I, I'm thinking November, Survivor Series at the Garden, the Rock finishes it up where it all began. Yeah. It, it, it can be... I don't, it can be the, we're going to. I, don't, I don't know if the Rock is going to cost Roman the match, or something happens... Like I even heard, like uh, what 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 they did to Randy Orton, he he gives like a thumbs down and Solo attacks Roman. I've heard different crazy scenarios that sometimes it gives me a headache. I just can't wait for it on uh, WrestleMania to come and see what happens. I deep down, I truly believe Cody loses the title. How? That's up in the air. But um, we're still waiting for something to happen. So so to be clear with that thought process, you're saying that Cody doesn't win the match and doesn't win the championship. No. I, I say once again, too, that happens later on. The fans forced this to happen. Because we were definitely getting Rock versus Roman. The, for, the fans forced this. The fans are not going to force Roman to lose a title. You know, while the whole process of Roman kind of getting ready to talk and taking forever and, and knowledge, um, I was reading online where Rob Van Dam was kind of agreeing with The Rock. He was like, you know, I agree with what they're saying, like, you know, Cody crybabies and stuff like that. I think the world, a lot of people wanted to see Roman versus Rock. I think, yes, the fans had a voice, but sometimes your voice doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. Like, you just got to, like, you can watch the soap opera on, on whenever it was or whatever network. You you know, you can't tweet, I want this person to die in the soap opera. You just got to watch it and see how it plays out. Exactly. You know? That's what I'm saying. They only don't do that because the only people that watch soap operas are women in like their 70s and 80s at this point, and they don't know how to use their phones. Mark, that's why Mark, they tweet. Mark, you, you're watching. You, us three are watching a soap opera right now. Women's soap opera. So we are, sorry to tell you, Mark. On, on X going nuts because this one killed the other one's third cousin twice wait, wait, because he cheated on her with whatever. Telenovela is Lucha Libre. <laughs> we, are, we, watching, <laughs> we watching soap operas right now. Lucha Underground was definitely a Telenovela. <laughs> whatever. But, yeah. Uh, well, Roman speaking. But I, I have yeah. it on mute. But st- still no rock. That's because Roman's going to take up the time and then the rock by the time he comes out. It'll be literally one minute to, to credits. I didn't see the tweet. Someone said that The Rock, uh, not The Rock, Roman tweeted that everything changes tonight. Is that true? Anybody? I didn't see that. I didn't see that either. I heard about it. Okay. Yeah, so um, The Rock just, I mean, The Rock just came out wearing a very cool classic dressy shirt, but with no sleeves. Definitely like 90s retro. 2.0. A weird part was on Roman said today they officially make um, The Rock a member of the bloodline. I can't see The Rock just being a member, but I guess that's what we're here to watch. Listen, I just want to point out The Rock putting a a uh, a twist on his heel persona here. Obviously, that's how he came out as a heel without the sleeves, but the way that... that uh, a shirt, jacket, I don't know what you even call that. I'm not, I'm not a stylist. I don't know what that even calls. But that, that you could see when he came out, got the goosebumps on the arm right there. Magic's about to happen. Oh, yeah. Like I was going to say, it's kind of weird that he called, he, he said the member, I don't, I don't think The Rock is going to just be like, okay, Roman, 
we saw in the, in the kickoff, The Rock was in charge. And Roman just followed him. So I can't say to join the bloodline, is there like a special thing you have to do? Like go on a knee? Because The Rock is not going on a knee. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens next. Unless yeah, we, we definitely are. Unless Roman used the wrong word, as we've seen that been happening lately, or something big is happening. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be paying attention to the eyes because usually, like, when someone says something, you look at the background, you see the eyes open, or they look curious, like, what do you mean? Uh, so we're going to definitely pay attention to the facials and see what happens in the next promo, the finishing of the promo. Because I'm hoping, I am hoping, Lisa, that if we can get Rock versus Roman, as you were saying, Hector, maybe not. Because, again, I'm not going to be like a Cody, a Cody crybaby. And I want it now. But if we can get it by SummerSlam at least, and he has time, because again we know that he has movies coming out, but and his time and his schedule is going to be picked up. But hopefully, if we're if we're, time for a match. if we're getting a Hollywood corporate rock, remember he doesn't have to be there all the time. He could do it via satellite, so he doesn't have to be on on TV every Friday. He could record from the boardroom, which will make him even look evil, <laughs> make people even hate him more. If he like, oh, the rock's going to be here tonight, and no, it's via satellite, and it's. Him sitting in the boardroom, telling what 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 hell Cody's gonna go through on, on tonight. Yeah, and then have a nice little power struggle between The Rock and Triple H. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. What? Yeah. I have more respect now for The Rock than ever. Anyway, let's move forward with this. Wow. Listen, he caught the crowd. You, Tommy, he literally. Spotted everybody on point. Inbreds, they're fat. <laughs> Herpes. Partners, they're on the toilet. Sitting on the toilet. Everything. <laughs> um, I'm a little speechless right now. It was good. It was. It was. We we got the bad rock, but people were confused. They didn't know they wanted to boo or cheer because, like he said, a lot of things he was saying was true. But um, listen, as he said, sing along with the rock is over. That's right. And. Finger in the air for the bloodline. It's like, oh, but the one thing I, I didn't like that he referred to only him and Roman as the bloodline. What, what are what are what are Jimmy and uh, Solo doing there? He just said the whole bloodline, like all all of us are the bloodline, so this thing us too. Only negative I have with that. No, he he did say we we are the most powerful duel. So that, that, yeah, right, that's, that's, duel, yeah, not four. Yeah, yeah. The boss Heyman's there too, but yeah. you know. Yeah. So I don't know. But he said he's gonna do um whatever it takes to have Cody lose again. So it doesn't I'm saying right now, Rock said everything I was trying to say before. Flush it down the toilet. So now with um Rock saying he uh, he's gonna do whatever it takes. Monday now, um Cody has to tell Seth he he needs him in his corner. Now, with Seth Rollins' history, do we trust Seth to have Cody's back? That's a whole different story, but I mean, uh, it, it, it could go any, either way right now. Well, I, I don't think it's just um, Seth. I think Cody asked for more help. What, what he's going to need it because. Oh, yeah. He's gonna, I mean, he's going to need a lot more help. And I always say, like, um, I have this crazy theory that would be really cool. I doubt it will happen. The bloodline is all family. It's blood. It's a blood oath. There's a lot of them. And there's more if they really wanted to bring more in. 
Cody really doesn't have anybody. But he does have um, what they call Dusty's kids. There's a lot of people there that consider Dusty a dad, uh, a great mentor. All of those people will have Cody's back without even thinking about it. So would it be like the bloodline versus Dusty's kids? Something like that. It, it's, it's a way to go. But I, I'm most, like, we're all worried about what's, what The Rock is going to do. What, what happens, just what happens if Seth is the one that we have to worry about. Just like an idea out there. Let me ask, do you think there's any chance of a, like a, a lumberjack type or a lumberjack match where you have Roman and you have Cody and then you got some bloodline members on one end and you got, like you just said, which I think is a great idea there, like having, uh, what's his name, Dusty's kids, right? You got like, Kevin Owens, you got uh, all these other guys that they could possibly do. You got Jay, who's against the bloodline right now. So those... I can see like three or four or five maybe on each corner trying to stop the other one from cheating or cheating to help uh, Roman. I mean, I, 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 would, I, would, I would like that. I don't think we get that at WrestleMania, though. And I don't know how many times are we going to see Rock live on, on TV besides the big events. But that, that definitely can happen at a, at a, in a future pay-per-view. I, I just don't see that as a – I see it more being one-on-one with some interference. And a lot of interference. But. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely the Rock interference. Uh, maybe the Rock is a, we'll find out he's going to be a special referee or something. I still have hope that he's going to have a match. Uh, I don't know how that happens now. Because well, if, if, if you if you listen to um, Pat McAfee, he said he had a video crew um, following him and recording him of his training for, for him get, going back into the ring. Was that before everything got changed? And that's a good question. Let me ask you guys. Do you really think this was all all got flipped over, switched really fast, or this was always the plan to have Cody? It got switched fast. Yeah? In my opinion, it got switched over. Because I think with this promo, you know, like they always say, this is like up a level of 110. I think it's Rocks expressing his frustration with how the fans reacted and this whole idea of Roman versus rock. And I think when he said, you guys whine and complain and you flush the biggest main event they could have possibly have been for WrestleMania down the toilet. I think that's him and his frustrations with the fans, but turning it into something good. Right. My only thing now is I, I still think and hope we are getting Roman versus rock. My next, um, Mark said it earlier. I'm not sure if he, we were recording when he said it. So he said Survivor Series. I'm thinking first episode of Netflix. But um, yeah, one of those big shows. Yeah. No, man, you got to do Survivor Series <laughs> where Rock began his career. Roman ends his career. I, I think we're, I have to go with that. Well, that, that's that's also if Cody wins the, the title. Because if Cody loses the title, then we have to find out what day is Cody winning it. And if Survivor Series is at the Garden, there's no better time than Cody to fight Ro- Roman again. So, so let me kind of ask this. Um, if Roman does lose at WrestleMania, right, because there's a lot of if and different avenues they can go, with the past time frame that they had with him being champion, is that wasted with them trying to, you know, maybe achieve that milestone? And if Cody loses, do you feel like that was 
basically a wasted main event that we could have had something else? Uh, good questions. I, I don't think about the, the milestone would be wasted because they're not really talking about it. Like, we just had Hawkins' anniversary, and that one time that they say his record and how Roman's about to beat it. So I, I, I think they're staying quiet from that, so maybe that's a sign that Roman can lose the title. I, I think it would be weird if we if any fan sat down and said, oh, Roman lost the title, but he was only, I don't know, 200 days away to break um, Hawkins' record. Why didn't they just wait? That's what I'm trying to say. The fans rushed this fight to happen. The fans can't have all the say. They can't say, okay, I want this match to happen, and I want this guy to win. You can't call everything. You want the match? You got the match. We just, They decide who's going to. Um, Hector, yes. what are you talking about? Of course they can. I, I don't think so. Of course they can. It's because people are entitled, and as The Rock says, they are crybaby bitches. I know, but I think, I think, so, I think WWE... <laughs> We're just, he's just calling it like it is. No, I understand that, but I think WWE learned their lesson with Daniel Bryan. They changed everything for Daniel Bryan. They they let him win, and then what? There was nothing to do with him after he won the title. After Cody wins this title, there's not th- that much to do. The story is about getting the title. After he gets the title, he's going to lose the belt with, within a year because he's not getting close to any records. Well, I think the big problem that we had all this in the first place was CM Punk getting hurt. I think that's what just totally derailed everything and had to make all this change and all this have to happen. I'm sure there was going to be stuff with The Rock and other things with Roman and the head of the table and you know, the main of, I'm sure there was going to be stuff going to be happening but I think they had to just completely pivot because Punk and Rollins were in their own separate thing. Yeah. You know? So let me ask you this. So do you think that no one cares about the story or sorry, rephrase this, I apologize. So with CM Punk, if he had won the Royal Rumble, no one would have cared about the story? Well, no, CM Punk, wanted, CM Punk would have went after Seth. So Seth yeah, would have okay, been out so of then, this picture. It would, it would have still been... So then, yeah, I'm sorry. Go. No, I was going to say, so then where does that, that... Okay, so we were going to get Rock versus Roman regardless, right? Okay. And we were, and then we had the Royal Rumble with CM Punk going after Seth, right? So everyone was okay with that. CM Punk gets hurt or wherever it happens, so they pit Cody in that position. But if CM Punk had won the Royal Rumble, would no one have cared about the story and they wouldn't CM Punk versus Seth and Rock versus Roman? And then what would have happened with Cody right now? Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I, I, I would have saw maybe like Seth Rollins fighting somebody else and Cody fighting CM Punk. You could have them like CM Punk be this evil guy and, and cost Cody something. And now we're worried about that. And then Rock versus Roman. That's the only way I see it happening. It's they're in a tough situation because of, of the how a uh, big of star Cody became. But I'm just saying, after Cody wins this title, there's really nothing to do. The whole thing is seeing him chasing for this title. That's where it, all the stories come from. It's it's chasing the title because after you get the title, it's like okay, it, you get kind of boring of just watching the person always winning and all of that. Well, this is where I feel like Cody is gonna become a Roman Reigns like five years ago where now you're going to start feeling like he's being shoved down your throat and because you're feeling like he's being shoved down your throat you start to boo him. Kind of like what I happened in AEW. Really, I don't think it becomes Roman. I think it becomes Cena. Hmm. Same same aspect. But I think it's under because Cena see Roman didn't have like the crazy baby face fan base like from the kids and stuff. Like, like yeah there's some kids but it wasn't like 
oh, like it wasn't overpowered. Like for for Cena, obviously it was kids going nuts for Super Cena and everything. Cody has that same that same element. I think it'd be the Cena, but remember, Cena never turned heel. Right. I think Cody will never turn heel too. I think Cody's just this this uh, the present day John Cena. Basically, mm-hmm. I, I heard this crazy theory and or, or a story or fantasy, whatever you want to call it, that Cody loses, and we have The Rock being corporate Rock and making Cody's life a living hell. Cody um, says he's going to do it all over again, enter the Royal Rumble. Rock makes him number one, which if you think about it, he, he's already been number 30, number 15, and now he's number one. Rock makes him number one, adds the rest of the bloodline, number two, number three, gives him a, a whole hell to go through. He makes it, fights, makes it to WrestleMania with a whole bunch of obstacles, and but finally wins it. And gets the Rock's respect and blah 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 blah. There's a whole bunch of holes missing there. I'm not the writer. I, was it wasn't my my story. I kind of like the idea of just a whole year of Cody getting treated like shit and pushed down a hole, and that way somehow the fans will still be able to support him because it's the Rock. If the Rock screws him at WrestleMania 40 and just makes the whole year from now to the next WrestleMania a living hell for Cody, I think people would be on Cody's side. If, if it's just like, okay, he's, he's going to kick everybody's ass and everything like he did this year, I, I think that's where we lose some fans being Cody's fans. But it, like I said, it, there's so many different scenarios, and it, it can make you go crazy if you want to think about one of them. Let's let, let, let's let uh, ride the wave. <laughs> let, 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 I think, let them cook. Yeah, I, I think WWE is in, in trouble in some sense, and I don't mean like major trouble or anything, but... If Cody doesn't win that belt uh, at WrestleMania, there are going to be fans that tune out for a little bit or stop watching because they're going to be like, oh, what the fuck? You know, and they're going to kind of tune out. So they're going to lose some fans if Cody loses. Be I lot, can almost feel that. There's going to be a lot of crying fans. And I don't mean like, oh, the crybabies, hashtag, like, like cry. Because I remember, I think it was WrestleMania 20. Uh, anyway, when Rock first fought um, Cena and, and, Rock, and Rock won in Miami. I remember that crowd. They were crying. <laughs> there was a lot of people leaving that stadium crying. Kids, some adults, and I can see that happening again this year. The crying that Cena lost? Yeah. To the Rock? Yeah, because of that John Cena was the man. And a lot of these kids, they don't care about The Rock because that that's not their era. So these little kids that you see them dressing up like Cody, and Cody, uh, uh, I want your, your belt. Please give me your belt. And they got the blonde wigs and the long trench coats. Just like Cody, those are the kids that are going to have um, trauma. I feel like we're going to have a whole bunch of Raymond here when that happens. (laughs) So those kids are going to cry, and their parents are going to have to protect their kids, and they're the ones that are going to be hashtagging whatever. But if, uh, one thing I can think about right now is that, that meme uh, from after the Super Bowl where everyone, you see the, the, the houses, the garbage can, the TV, all the broken TV. Oh, uh, yeah. I think that, that's going to be a lot of people come uh, WrestleMania. Well, I, 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 I've said it a hundred times. I'm going to be there, and I'm going there with the mind frame that Cody is losing. So if he wins, I'm going to be shocked, excited, happy. But I am going with the mind frame that he is losing this match and there's always next year so surprise me WWE. oh 
Hopefully they can. That's the that's the goal. Hopefully they can surprise <laughs> you. We got Roman in a tight shirt with his finger up, so that's a big surprise right there. I, I'm I'm good either way. If 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 Cody wins or loses, I prefer if he loses. I think the story will be very interesting. But um, but I either way, I want Roman and Rock somewhere down the line. At the Garden, Netflix. If if Netflix is the Garden, what whatever, give me that match. We waited too long for this, and like The Rock said, we we had it in the palm of our hands, and we lost it. Because everyone's a bunch of anyway. Sorry, excuse me, a bunch <laughs> of idiots. What what was the, the exact line? Crybaby, crybaby bitches. Crybaby bitches. <laughs> Hashtag wor- worldwide. I, at least with the promo, the way they said, you know, at least it may allude to the Rockets going to be around for a little bit. Uh, so that's again, it gives me that little hope that I was wanting. Um, that well, you know, I think they, they will because he's part of TKO now. Yeah, this is like his main job, so I think. It makes sense for him to be around for a bit. That's, so that's you what know, I was, that's, is a good thing. That's what I was saying before, and I think him sitting at the table in a boardroom would be perfect. So he doesn't have to be always flying or driving to the the, the arena. Let people be pissed off. It happened with, with everybody else, with Cena and everybody. You, we thought we were gonna get a confrontation with um, Cena and The Rock, and nope, The Rock was real satellite. He could keep doing that. Just show up to the big cities or whatever's near him for whatever, because he has the football going on, he has movies going on. So yeah, do via satellite and then just hit the arenas once in a while, and that way we get the story to to be a lot longer than we expected. Do you think Rock's uh, movie career is starting to like dwindle down? Kind of like a Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger. When I say that, where he's still a star and he'll do a few movies here and there, because I noticed that there was a trend that his uh, box office hasn't been the greatest. Is this his way to pivot? Kind of, yes, I'm going to still do movies, but kind of start leaning off of that, doing this a little bit more now again? Um, He officially has three movies that he's filming th- this year. So I don't know if you call, you call that um, dwindling down or whatever. Two of them are Disney. One's a, a cartoon where he just has to do the voice. One's a live action Disney. And then he's doing a drama, which is going to take him a whole different direction. Which is going uh, to have to do with drugs. As you're saying that. Huh? As you say that, as you're saying that, yeah. like the other half of my brain goes, he gave me hope with the promo, but the other half of me is like, a bunch of crybabies ruining the main event for yeah. WrestleMania that could have been pretty good. Yeah, so like I said, he has three movies. One, one of them, two of them for kids. One of them is definitely an adult movie. So, I don't. I, maybe he's gonna try the different direction now since he's doing a lot of cursing and he's a villain. But like I said, we'll, we'll see. But I, I don't think his movie career is is dying. He just had to take a different direction because all of those action-packed summer movies just wasn't working out for him. You think Rock is going to be at the WWE World WrestleMania, whatever it's called? No. Doing autographs? No. Why are you trying to get me all excited for? You got a better chance of seeing Jesus. <laughs> no, because listen, he's part of TKO. They want to make it the biggest WrestleMania. They're ready doing a potentially uh, Access 2.0. Charge a ridiculous amount of money, five hundred dollars. The Rock, rock, the rock is not the Rock is not doing a meet and greet at the weekend of WrestleMania. Sorry, that's not nope. you have a better chance of, of catching Virgil and Brock Lesnar outside with a table. Oh, I actually caught I actually caught uh, Virgil one time outside uh, Grand Central. I know, 
and soon Brock would be sitting next to him. You have a better chance for that than catching um the Rock at a meet and greet the weekend Listen, of WrestleMania. I, I think the Rock's involvement, like at the conversation about the whole movie thing, whatever. Remember, the Rock makes money from the movies, whatever. He does. He doesn't have anything invested. The Rock has money invested in TKO. When The Rock invests in something, he's they remember XFL before they they, they, ver, they just merged the USFL. Yep. Him and his, his on um, Danny Garcia, they bought the XFL from Vince. You know, and and you know the, the property from Vince, so they can do their thing. When The Rock's involved, he's always there. So that's why I think the movies. It's not that there's nothing for The Rock to do. I just think The Rock doesn't care enough because The Rock doesn't have any of his own financial or anything of him invested in a movie role. He has his money, his future, his business acumen, his business Seven Bucks Productions, everything else involved now in TKL, which means that WWE. Yeah. So The Rock wants to have his hand in the in the batter, so to speak. Which is why I, 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 I said last week or two weeks or whatever I said, I think it was last week, I think we get a Rock vs. Triple H Authority storyline. Yeah, definitely. Just, I, I, like the same thing, I said it to you guys, I don't know if, if it was on on the on episode, I just, we all know Triple H can't um, wrestle. So it's just is it just going to be like back and forth talking? Or is it like, okay, I need to bring some muscles in to, to back me up? Because there's, there's no way we're getting a, a Triple H and Rock match. It's going to be like uh, how Vince did it versus Trump, where they get uh, someone that represents each one of them to gotcha. the match. Oh, billionaires, pal. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, quick question. And uh, hypothetical, if Rock was to be at an autograph signing at WrestleMania at some point, <laughs> what is the price tag you would pay Holy shit. For, for the autograph? What's the highest amount you would say I would pay this to get his autograph on that Funko Pop that you would never get signed normally? Listen, I'm for f- me, see, it's never free because I've already met The Rock already. I've gotten autographs. I've gotten the photo yeah. with him. So it's, it's but if I hadn't, let's say in the, in the world I didn't have my stuff signed. I've, I've gotten The Rock to sign me about seven or eight things over the years, and I have a picture with him. Um, if I didn't, let's say those, those meet injuries never happened. No, the appearances didn't happen. And this is the first time. I'd probably go up to a thousand bucks. You said a thousand? Thousand. That's that's my max for, for 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 one for, for, for one autograph? One autograph and a photo Okay, I was going I was going I was going half. I was gonna say five hundred. For for one autograph. I didn't even think about the photo. I was just Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking five hundred dollars for one autograph because the most I spent on on autograph for a Funko Pop is two fifty. So me thinking, I spent two fifty on 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 big time legends, Hall of Famers, that I say The Rock is probably like five hundred out of meet and greet run by WWE. Me personally, I charge a thousand. I think I I, can, I don't know. I know you're saying no. I can see The Rock because if you take that, I'm gonna say my amount is three hundred fifty. I think three hundred fifty is a good amount uh, for an autograph for five seconds of your life. You times that by five hundred, and that's good money. And for Rock to be like, nah, I don't, I have enough money. I don't need to sign an autograph for you know a meeting greet. I think it's silly. So I think I could see it happening, and I think three hundred fifty would be the the magic number. 
Okay. Bro, you could literally have a hundred people for a thousand dollars a piece. You're making, <laughs> you're making hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. For a combo, just literally. I think it's just sign a- nothing, post for photo, boom, next sign. It takes. Very little time. No, I think that's what I was going to say right now. I don't think it has anything to do with the money. I think it has to do with the time. And I can't just see like The Rock say, yeah, I'm going to take two hours and stop what I'm doing. Cause Bro, it, that's why 100 people. 100 people, 1,000 a pop. That's 100 grand, and it takes 45 minutes. That's it. They don't need to they, – they could, they could do like a – because you know like uh, at least when they did Undertaker back when they did WrestleMania 29 um, – there's a very small number. It wasn't a that or they went really fast, one or the other. But it I was one hundred seventy five actually. It, well, the number was uh, the no. pricing wasn't bad either. But I'm saying, like, how many people did they sell it for? Well, I think it was one hundred seventy five tickets. Oh, okay. So then that's I know not because a very I had number. like ticket one seventy four, and I was like, it's right at the end. That's how I know. Oh, uh, I thought okay. I thought the most fantasy thing we were going to talk about today is wrestling. I never thought we'd be talking about a meet and greet with The Rock. I want a Brock Lesnar one. I'm hoping by some miracle because everything called maybe he does like a big event or something. And again, I for somebody I don't have that's that tough. Right. I'm willing to pay a grant for a combo. That's just that's just me. So Mark, are you saying I have to bring my my rock stuff to Philadelphia? You can bring it to waste your space carrying it. <laughs> Listen, you got to do like Mark. Mark went to, uh, the, was it? You went to Roy Rumble and he got Undertaker at the airport. You never know where you may see someone. That's true. And the funny, again, like a lot of people know I go for autographs as a hobby and stuff, but the Undertaker one was a legitimate surprise because I was checking in for my flight and Undertaker, for some odd reason, was leaving, like in this Tampa airport, you. You know, like there's a like a like a shuttle that takes you to the to, to your uh, terminal, like you know, to where you need to go. So, like for let's say your gate F, they'll take you over to where the United and JetBlue is. You know, they'll, you have to take a shuttle, like a shuttle train, to get you there. For some reason, you know, Undertaker has been in Tampa. He was leaving as if he was like arriving, but I guess his flight was canceled, so we had to leave. And I ran into him while I was going to check in for my flight. Gotcha. And of course, me because I always have stuff with me. It was in my it was in my uh, backpack. Pulled it out with a matter of seconds. Chased him down and looked like a raving lunatic as I asked him, but he signed it. That's just the way it goes. Very good. You saved like two fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Now if you can get the rock, you can save three fifty or five hundred thousand, whichever the number is. In the airport, though. Uh, we're we're about to wrap this episode up, but um, I'm, I hate to go backwards. Let's talk about AEW and March. <laughs> Supposedly, we're going to talk about mommy. No, this not, mommy's been quiet. We can talk about mommy next episode. Um, okay. And March is supposed to be what they're calling the golden era of AEW, where they're going to have three new stars, which would be Okada, Will Will Osprey, and Mercedes Monet. And okay, automatically, this is flawed because you're saying three stars, and I only heard two in Okada <laughs> and Osprey. So continue. For, for the woman, she's, she's, so, she's somebody. Plus, the, um, Tony Khan on Valentine's has given everybody a Valentine's gift and said that in March 8th or 6th, they're going to have a whole new entrance for Dynamite and everything. So it seems like they're just looking for a whole new version of AEW to give everybody starting in March. With these, I hope they fix the lighting. That's the number one issue I've been having. You just want to watch it. It's too dark in there because there's so little people that you start to feel like, you know, 
because, I don't know. Is this, uh, so, so, Raymond, if they, if, the if, they, if they change the lights, are you going to watch it? If they fix the lighting and the stories, yes, I would watch it. So, if they could only do... If, they have to get back to basics. If they could only do one. Thing. Raymond, if they could only if do could, one. The lights or the story. Which one you want? Okay. If they fix the lighting and pick a proper size building, right? Because sometimes they gain buildings that are too big for themselves. Yeah. Pro- proper size building, good lighting. I would watch it a little bit more often because right now I feel like when you watch it, you see this big empty arena and you're like, am I really supposed to be watching this right now? Because this is not where it's at. Make me feel like you have a crowd. Make me feel like you're doing something. Yeah. Even if you're not. I, I think... I don't know if it makes sense or makes money for them. I think they t- should do less traveling. Pick the cities that works for you right now and stick with that. If it's um, Jacksonville, New York, Chicago, maybe now it's Boston. Pick those cities, run those cities, and then for pay-per-views, maybe travel outside of that. But, but TNA, they were in their peak. They were traveling here and there, but they always had a home base. Exactly. For their, for their guarantee, and that, that was where they were their most profitable. I think I think AEW should be doing that, not traveling at a different city. I understand you want to get your name out there. I, I think they're doing it wrong right now. But, I mean, you could go out of so many ways. And if it was up to me, you have to hire some writers. Take away the power from the Young Bucks and Jericho. They could have say on their characters, but not on everybody's. You need some real writers there. You need writers from from Hollywood that know how to write stories. And you need some writers that are deep down wrestling fans. Like, like listen, back to, this is AEW a company that <laughs> when they signed Sting during pretty much the entire run of Sting, not one time at a venue they sold Sting masks. No, you're right. You're talking about a company that when you go to the merchandise area, outside of a handful of shirts. And the signed figures, and a, like you know, a scissor uh, foam hand, barely had anything. No, We're no. talking about a company that, where one week you have the Nightmare Family, and the next week the Nightmare Family doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. Or you have, uh, let's see, I I'm trying to think of something. We're gonna be here for a while. It sounds like no, no, it is, <laughs> it is, because I'm telling you right now, from from if you listen to episode one. I, I was um, a big cheerleader for AEW, and I'm a big cheerleader for CM Punk. And I'm not saying nothing, but I'm not trying to say CM Punk is, is God or whatever. But ever since he left AEW, for whatever reasons it was, AEW has changed a lot, and it hasn't been good in any way. It, I, I'm sure you, you're going to find a real diehard AEW fan, and they're gonna, they'll fight you to this and say that it's, it's way better than WWE. It's, it, I loved watching Dynamite and Collision. I can't watch it now. I'm fast forwarding onto maybe one fight and that's it. They need writers. Um, what Mark was saying about the merch, I'm not sure who's in charge of the merch. Um, a lot of this stuff, if you if you go to a, a live event and look at the merch, it looks cheap. They were selling the yeah. devil, they were selling the devil's mask for thirty dollars, and it looked like a maybe something that you bought in Dollar Tree. Like it looked like a frisbee it was flat. It had no details on it. it yeah, so thirty dollars for a mask like that. I don't know if they sold any. Or, I would have gave those, that that for that event. That was, that was for the the last show they had. What was it? The MJF. Was it? Um, 
World's End, yes, I'm sorry, yeah. That che- World's End. World's End. That cheap mask for $30, I, if I was Tony Khan, I'd eat that money, and I'd give that mask free to everybody. And I t- with a little note, for the main event, you wear this mask. And then you have the whole entire arena, that, which was almost sold out, wearing a devil's mask. Now you get now you have people talking. But to charge everybody $30 for that mask, what, why? Because you can't set out the events before and after? That's not right. But... There's a lot of things wrong with AEW. I mean, at least they made the mask. I, I give them credit for figuring out actually to make masks. It took them, it was like if they draw them all for Sting for three years, so at least they did something. <laughs> yeah, but just imagine they, they would have done something that WWE has tried to do and they can't. A whole arena wearing masks, that would have been something. But they, yeah. they well, need someone. They don't to, think like that. Yeah, they need someone to be in charge of their merch better. They need. I, I, hire some they writers. need a revamp. They, they, they just need a whole revamp. Well, and hopefully Monet, we get that in March. Hopefully we get that in March with the golden era of AEW. Well, let's see. Because I'm sorry. Because right now they had a, a golden era with uh, some of these other people they had in there. And they're, they had a golden era with Cody. Uh, they had a second chance with CM Punk. They have, and, they have talent. Know, they have a lot of people there. And, and they well, put the, the, the problem. You could have talent. But again, it's, I'll use a great example. Powerhouse Hobbs. How many more factions is this guy going to fucking join? <laughs> My God. Every fucking six months, he's part of a new group. With, with, is, is there something you don't know about behind the scenes? Powerhouse Hobbs sleeping with somebody's wife every time? Yeah. And they have to kick him out every time? Yeah. With, like, what, what is this? Where's Miro? It doesn't make sense. Miro had a fight where he he, he, he beat um, Andrade. And is he got... still employed by them? Yeah. Oh, I, I wouldn't know it. Exactly. Is, is Malachi Black going to wrestle a fucking singles match? No. It's like, last time I checked, it was 600 matches without a singles match. And the guy's fucking talented as fuck. It, 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 it's so ridiculous. Like, I, my God. So, like, this, the, the this, company is literally, they, they turned themselves. Again, I said this in the very beginning when we first started this podcast. That AEW was turning to WCW 2000, and you laughed it off. But you know what? <laughs> WCW 2000 is better than this shit half the time. I'm sorry. It, it like I'd rather watch fucking Vampiro and the Kiss Demon. I, I like the whole, the whole thing. Freaking and watching three quarters of the crap that's on AEW right now. That's sad. I like the idea of splitting the brands. Put somebody in collision and keep them there. I don't want to have the roster depth anymore, I, though. That would have been good when Punk was in the company and they actually had more, te- more and guys weren't hurt. No, I know like, that, but if, 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 Omegas, if, if you split these guys, <laughs> if you split these guys up, and you give the, some people some real TV time, and hopefully build up a fucking story for them, then we got something. But to see FTR on Collision and on Dynamite and so on with everybody else, it's just like they're all over the place, and they're not even following the same stories, like you said. Uh, you had the um, I was say Dean Ambrose. Wow, Moxley getting attacked by four Mexicans. I'm sorry, I don't know their names. I'm not following them. Four Mexicans last week. What no, a racist! Where, where were the, <laughs> where, where were those mass wrestlers th- this week? I'm not even Look at that. That's, there's no continuity and no no one explaining anything. Like at least you know when you go from from last week to this week. Could have had the video package run of him getting attacked and be like, "Oh, this is no." You know, they basically started. Like, no, Junior, Josue, Manuel. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they got deported, but they started a whole new story now with FTR. So BCC and FTR now are in a battle, and the four masked guys are nowhere to be seen. So waste. Where's the writers? We need writers. Oh my god. I think it's time for Raymond to save the world because I, I'm getting <laughs> so, so, so my energy is gone Fine. from like yelling Just about t- how bad AEW is. My last note, TK, hire some writers, sit down with them, have some fun with them, 
and create something special. Raymond, save the world. I just love mommy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so please check out Mania Club on the Facebook and give kids the world. Uh, it's a great organization that helps kids with cancer uh, and they help pay for vacations here in Florida. And of course, Mania Club, time, money, and effort uh, helps you sometimes uh, get special events, but it also helps with Connors Cure. Check them out. Mark? Um, man, shout out. Wrestling Universe did a great job at ECW Day this past weekend. Did a really good job. Um, I ended up meeting Danny Delrings. I needed my encyclopedia. But the line for Rob Van Dam was around the block, and that guy definitely brought in a lot of business. Nice. Um, they're doing more signings throughout the next month or two. Um, check them out, WrestlingUniverseOnline.com. Uh, and a shout-out for AEW with the Samoa Joe storyline because it's actually something interesting on their programming that otherwise relatively sucks. Um, <laughs> shout out a shout out to me um because i had the flu and i recovered gracefully so more entertaining than a, a, most AEW matches me getting over the flu um so shout out to me there mark you did a great job thank you mark i appreciate that um and yeah there we go after finish us off all right uh if you're in the long island area um check out the big event which is in march it's gonna have some top talent guys like kurt angle mjf on the Ron Eric's. Um, check them out. Besides that, guys, thank you for supporting us, listening to us, subscribe to us, follow us, any way you can do. Tell your friends about us. If you know someone that likes wrestling, tell them about the podcast. We appreciate it. Take care. Until next time. Good. And I'm only for mommy. Bye. That's it. Anyway, go ahead.